This episode of the Jamer K podcast is brought to you by From Within Records. Have you had a chance to pick up your copy of the One Team Unity Comp Volume 2? If not, please head over to From Within Records Big Cartel or the Days Shop, Triple B Shop. Is it open yet? I haven't checked. Or for all the international fans and friends out there, um, head over to Nuclear Family's web store and pick up a cool glow-in-the-dark variant there. But seriously, shout out to everybody who has supported the comp so far. There's um, also some t-shirts up on the From Within Records Big Cartel, a Moment of Truth t-shirt and a Once in Unity Comp Volume 2 t-shirt. So please do yourself a favor and go cop those two. Support the comp as much as you can. And like I always say, please support From Within Records because they support us. On today's episode, we had to track down our good friend Dan Schultz, sings in a band called Warn. And also, if you haven't had a chance to listen to the Human Work LP, go stream that and then come back to this podcast. But it was so awesome to be able to sit down and talk to Dan. We started doing... Uh, it's like this ongoing series whenever there's a a Marvel Disney plus series that wraps up. I like to um, pick Dan's brain and see how he liked it. It's it's always fun for me to be able to hear his perspective. And it also just gives me really great excuses to sit down and talk to Dan because he's a a really awesome guy, but we did one for WandaVision Falcon and winter soldier. So if you're curious at all, if you um, hadn't had a chance to listen to us ramble on about those series and even uh, it's always interesting to you to be able to um, go back and hear our takes on the MCU in that particular time versus now when there's like way more information out and we have a way more clear picture of what's going on. And even today we just got a new Shang-Chi trailer. So things are moving and it, it's pretty interesting, not at the pace that I would have liked. And I'm not super excited yet. Uh, the end of Loki was fun, but there was no post credit scene, which is pretty interesting. And I'm just looking forward to getting through this year. And I'm thinking MCU next year will be a little more fun. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm hyped for Shang-Chi. That looks awesome. I'm glad we're ending the year off with Spider-Man because I feel like that's just going to uh, just bring this whole thing around because this year has just been weird. Some good stuff, some not so good stuff, but it's always interesting. I'm uh, regardless of how I feel about the MCU, I'm always going to be a fan. I am a diehard Marvel fanboy, so I'll always be here, uh, you know, staying in touch and seeing what's going on, even if I'm not the biggest fan of everything that's going on. But it was great to talk to Dan about it. So please strap in, enjoy this conversation. And without further ado, welcome Dan Schultz to the show. Welcome back to the podcast, Dan. How's it going? I'm doing well, man. How are you? Uh, dude, this is uh, awesome. I feel like uh, we talk so often now, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be doing the podcast again. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. It's always a good time. 
Yeah, the, the main reason why I asked you to come back on the podcast is because obviously another uh, Disney Plus uh, Marvel series wrapped up and I'm just happy to be able to talk to somebody about Loki because uh, to be honest, since I've finished it, I haven't really spoken to anybody about it. Yeah, uh, I'm in a group chat with a, a bunch of people that have been watching it mm-hmm. and we've all had uh, very different opinions about it. <laughs> Okay, all right. Before we get too deep into um, the actual TV show, where would you rank Loki against the other Disney Plus uh, series? I think in the middle. I think it sets up enough cool stuff that it's like it was pretty pretty interesting. But I thought there were like episodes that were just kind of filler, and then the the second episode in particular was kind of like all right what what's going on here mm-hmm. and then i think it, it's more consistent than wandavision cuz the ending of loki really really uh made me psyched on what was coming up but i think falcon and winter soldier was consistent through and through mm-hmm. the most consistent i'd say yeah okay yeah i i agree with that uh like i, I had higher expectations going in because when it was like about to release they were just like oh it got uh you know picked up for another season and that was pretty interesting because that's a first because when you look at wandavision falcon winter soldier there's uh really no word if there's ever going to be another season which which i'm fine with because obviously as the mcu progresses uh it it would be kind of hard just to kind of pick up and do another series of uh these like uh, new Disney Plus shows. So when I heard that Loki was getting a season two, I'm like, okay, this must be like top notch. Because in, in my opinion, I felt like from WandaVision to now, they kept kind of raising the bar and quality when it comes to these series. Yeah, they really, they really gotten better and better. But I'm what Loki does best out of all of them. It like sets up the whole narrative for the next phase with Kang the Conqueror not to give anything away but I'm sure if somebody didn't watch it by now it's been plastered all over the internet by uh, various like websites and whatnot but setting that up in the way it kind of messed with the viewer was really cool subverted my expectations yeah the whole time uh, while watching Loki I'm like okay we got to remember this all spawned from uh, you know, going back to Endgame where they jumped back and then this Loki, you know, got away with the Tesseract. And the whole time I'm just thinking like, okay, this is just one timeline that we're like witnessing, right? And like in real time. And the whole time I was just wondering, like, there's so many other things going on. And, and that's why some, like I, I love anything to, like that has to do with time travel. But when I start to get like, you know, too deep into my thought about it and my brain starts to hurt because i'm like all right if this loki's here doing this like i wonder what's going on over here because you know obviously there's all these um you know the, um the multiverse there's so many different things going on and i'm just like oh god this just opens up so many different possibilities it's it's wild but i'm definitely a fan of it because it's um you know obviously this kind of stuff happens in the comic books uh, so for it to be happening finally in the MCU, it definitely does open up a, a lot of opportunities for other superheroes that we might not even be able to see if this weren't, or excuse me, if this um, hadn't happened. I was worried that the show initially was going to be a lot of time hopping and them 
going all over the place and it really it really wasn't Mm -mm. and that kind of threw me off i thought it was going to be showing i i didn't really watch any trailers or anything for the show because i wanted to go in blind but my thought was oh i wonder if it's going to show what loki was doing during the movies when he wasn't on screen and it was going to kind of like fill in the blanks there but it really it really went in a total different direction Mm -hmm. yeah i remember leading up and seeing, uh, you know, Loki is, uh, you know, DB Cooper. And I'm like, okay, is, is he going to like, you know, kind of play out in like these, you know, uh, historical moments through like time. And are we just going to get to see Loki like, you know, do is like mischief in these like historical moments. But yeah, it, it, the show wanted, yeah, definitely a different direction than I had thought, but I liked that they definitely instilled like, okay, you know, uh, time variants, uh, you know, there's like, all right, the, the TVA, like they're just like letting you know, like, okay, like these people are really important. And just to let you know that like, you know, this is just one branch of a timeline and so many different things could be happening at the same time. So I, I think they did a really good job to like prep us um, or for people who, uh, you know, like probably like weren't familiar with like the time skipping, the time jumping. So I, I think they did a good job there. Yeah, I think they, they definitely made it more, uh, I guess new newcomer friendly, mm-hmm. uh, especially with the what was it the fourth episode? I think or the fifth episode with all the different Loki variants after he gets like killed, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And that it, it showed like, oh, this is what's happening elsewhere in other periods of time, and they go into those characters' backstories, and it's really, really fascinating. Yeah, no, it it, it definitely makes me think like, okay how crazy does like our timeline like in in our real life I'm, I'm just wondering like man how crazy does it actually get like like is there or like you know another me out there or are there infinite numbers of me just doing different things making all the different choices that i didn't make throughout my life <laughs> that's too much for me to think about i'm gonna pass on that one <laughs> Yeah, but I I did appreciate seeing the other Lokis. Obviously, uh, Alligator Loki has become like a, a fan favorite. A legend, a legend. You know, when when he bit off um, the that that one Loki's like hand, I was just like, that's so intense. He's such a dick. I couldn't. I was kind of shocked that they even showed something like that. I don't know why. I didn't think it was gonna go in that direction. Yeah, it it, it caught me off guard because I'm like, okay because uh, you'd seen him bite people before but nothing that brutal and maybe it's because like that's not the norm for disney plus because you know um, people tend to think like okay they're gonna try to keep it like a, a little more friendly it's not gonna get as nitty-gritty like the netflix marvel series yeah they don't really they don't go that down like daredevil routes mm-hmm. they keep it more i don't i don't know more i guess like kid friendly yeah because but it's still brutal at times like Falcon Winter Soldier definitely pushed it to like the next level, I think. Yeah, you're seeing people straight up get murked. Yeah. Um, yeah. Murdered in the street. Cold blood. Yeah. I, I think that's probably easier to, to stomach versus like uh Jessica Jones just kind of being slutty, hooking up with people like in bars and you know, doing like dirty stuff like that. I I I think that's something they they'd probably like stray away from. Yeah, they they did, but now Loki kind of like, man, the end of Loki just sets up so much shit where it's like Jessica Jones and all these characters could come back now. Well, 
we know uh, Daredevil's Daredevil coming, coming back. back. Yeah. yeah. So, and all the old Spider-Man characters are coming back. Like, Willem Dafoe's going to be in it. Jamie Foxx. That's yeah, Jamie Foxx is going to be in it. <laughs> I'm so stoked to see him. I'm, I'm such a fan of Jamie Foxx. I wish that those uh, those rumors didn't get out and they kind of just stayed self-contained until like the movie came out. Because oh. Loki, the way Loki ends, it's you see it happening and you're like, oh my god, is this going to happen in Spider-Man now? And now it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like the, yeah, so you, you, we're, we're going to see the, the fallout. Um, and and I, I didn't do too much research and I'm like really bad when it comes to like actors and actresses like names. So when I'm watching the last episode and uh, Sylvie and Loki are sitting there with Kang, but they never say his name, right? If I, if I remember correctly. No, they call him. Uh, no, he refers to himself as he who will. What is it? He who will be known. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, because the implication is that he's Kang. Yeah, because um, he he's like, yeah, um, I've I've been called many things throughout time, and he's like, I've been called the Conqueror, and I'm like, and I was like, oh shit, I'm like, wait, is this the actor? Because you know, it, it took me a second. Yeah, Jonathan I'll, Majors is going to be Kang, like in the movies, I guess. Yeah, so I was just like, oh shit, like this is something kind of new where they're, uh, you know, presenting this big name villain in a tv series and then next time we see him it's going to be you know in the major motion picture and i'm like that's interesting like i i can't think of a time where they actually did that where they you know appeared first in the in, in a tv series and went to the movie dude the craziest part of that episode the craziest thing was when uh sylvie stabs him and he pretty much says or it's like right before she stabs him and he says oh you haven't met my other variants yet and i was like oh man i can't wait for ant-man and wasp to come out yeah, and that that whole interaction was just such a fucking chess game because he, he he put it all on the table, right? And obviously, if you're um Sylvie or Loki, and you're sitting there listening to this guy who's behind like this corrupt agency, like the one that you've been um after for uh, for a bit, and he kind of lays it out there, like, okay, you guys can run this, and you know things can just go back to the, the way they were, or you can uh, kill me, and uh, you know just kind of like you know open pandora's box and shit's gonna get crazy and then you're, you're sitting there and i and i would be hard pressed to actually believe him like wait is this this evil person really telling us the, the truth and willing to give us the keys to the kingdom and just run the tva it, it, it was such a like an intense moment dude it was so cool and then it all you see how it pans out at the end and you're kind of like oh fuck yeah this is gonna be crazy Yo, i wonder how they're gonna reintroduce sylvie back into it like the TVA is all like the whole timeline is like fucked up now and they are all like oh yeah Loki you're one of us I mean I don't think Kang is even going to be in season 2 of Loki I would be surprised at how long the next phase goes for if it goes for as long as uh, the the whole Thanos arc did I would be surprised well I was I felt that they did a really great job when um, obviously after uh, Loki and Sylvie kiss which I was a little weirded out by that kiss because like huh how would I feel about kissing another version I just of myself read something I didn't read the article but there was an article that like Polygon posted that was like oh the director explains if it's incest or not and I was like I don't I'm good <laughs> I don't know I, I wouldn't think it'd be incest because it's yourself it'd be just like you're just kissing just yourself I don't know I, yeah. I just thought it was interesting. I was like, oh, would I want to kiss myself? I was like, maybe. Maybe if I look like Sylvie, I'd be down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But I was just like, 
I, I was a little bit caught off guard because I, I got sucker. I was like, I'm I, I love rom coms. I love like a true love story. So when they kissed, I was super stoked. I was like, hell yeah, they, they found each other. They made it to the end of time. And then she fucking kicks him through that portal. And I was like, damn it. I'm like, I got suckered. You can't trust anybody. And especially you can't trust yourself when you're Loki, right? Yeah, I mean, that, Kang kind of plays into that too. Because he ended up pitting them, two Lokis against each other. Being like, can't really trust me. Can't trust each other. What are you going to do? And they did such a great job, right? She, she kicks him through the portal. And then he runs into Mobius and uh, the, the other homegirl. And he's obviously trying to explain like you know what's going on but you don't realize like holy shit he came back he got kicked through the portal and he ended up in another timeline he wasn't where uh you know uh, he wasn't in the same timeline because he's talking to them and you're like okay cool they're gonna hear him out and they're gonna try to figure out this problem but then they're just like who are you and then that's when it kind of slowly sets in like holy shit he is not in that same timeline and then yeah then it, it kind of pans out then you see the giant uh, king statue outside that window and yeah, so it's a timeline. He already took over, I guess. Yeah. Or it could be, it, I mean, I guess it'll probably be like a year before it's explained, but it could be all the timelines kind of became one. Well, like one singular thing. Because it said they're all on top of each other, so things might be like coming in and out, if that makes sense. That could be true. Because I, I, I think back to that scene where they were looking at, you know, the with the the timeline and you saw everything branching up and down and kind yep. of breaking out so yeah see and this is where things get interesting. they knew loki they they knew who he was mm-hmm. but the, the context of who he was before and after like all that happens were totally different yeah but i, I definitely loved just uh king's demeanor through that whole interaction because he because even when they got to the point where he didn't know what was going to happen next remember he's like yeah he's like i i know everything that's going to happen but then when they kind of pass that threshold and he he grabs something on the desk and drops it and he's just like holy shit like i lied i don't like i knew everything that was going to happen but up until like you know seven eight nine ten seconds ago i don't know what's going to happen and just the excitement that you could see in his face you're like holy shit this guy is like really stoked to finally be experiencing something new and he was um, willing to put it all online because obviously he uh, he knows that all roads basically would lead back to him being back there and being in charge of time uh, which I thought was pretty interesting so even remember Sylvia asked him like oh aren't you gonna beg for your life and he just was just so happy just to get stabbed and murdered and just to unleash this crazy like hell that's gonna like be upon everybody I can't wait I can't wait for, for him to show up and Hey, man, I'm lost in the, the next Doctor Strange movie. Now I'm like, finally, finally, we get the villain. It's played by an actor that's pretty cool. I'm like, I'm psyched on it. It's a cool villain, too. Yeah, great, great villain. I, I, I'm a fan of King, uh, but I'm just curious how far they're going to push it, because obviously uh, some of my favorite timelines or um, one of my favorite King stories is uh, somebody had the bread. I, I, I can't remember who it was, but somebody was like, why don't we just go back to when King's a baby and just kill him? And they're like, all right, fuck it. Let's go. And then they get to where King's a baby. Then that's where they have like that moral dilemma. Like, is this right for us to kill this baby? Like it, it hasn't done anything wrong yet. So they kind of back out and then they just kind of realize like, shit, we're going to just be fighting this guy like forever because this isn't, this isn't who we are. We're not out here killing innocent babies. 
I wonder, yeah, I wonder how long we'll go on with the King story for it. Because, like, I mean, Thanos was so long. And it was so long in the making, too. And Kang is a sick villain, but he's not, like, I don't know. He has a lot of really sick story arcs and a lot of sick moments, but it's, it's like, when you compare it to, they went all out with Thanos first, which might have been a mistake. Well, we're going to see Thanos back at some point, right? Because since I guess he has to come back now, right? Mm-hmm. We keep talking about Thanos, and I thought it was so funny how the Infinity Stones were just such like like they weren't even like that big of a deal in Loki. Uh, uh, what's his name had him in just a drawer? He's like, yeah, people use them for paperweights. And yeah, that it, was really funny. Yeah, that was a good good joke. Yeah, and you think about it. Wow, the shit that everybody went through just to get those stones and what those stones put the entire you know galaxy through, and then uh, you come to that funny timeline you know, at the TVA. There's just you know just chilling in some dude's drawer. I that that was a that was a good joke. I was really psyched on that one. Uh, there were a lot of like pretty funny moments in it. It, it just for me the show took like. I thought the first episode was awesome. Yeah. Was, the second episode took me out entirely. I was like, I don't know if I even want to watch the rest of this. And then it, it picked up from there. Yeah. The vibe of episode one, you're like, Ooh, is, is this going to be like a murder mystery? Right. Cause there's this uh, mysterious Loki going around just killing people. And I can't remember where I read it, but the reveal of, um, you know, the, the murderer, Sylvie, you know, being a girl, I wasn't surprised. I was like, oh, yeah, I, I remember that. But I, I, I was like digging through my brain, like, where did I read that? Or how did I even know that? Because I was not surprised one bit when, uh, you know, they had the reveal. I was I was surprised because I tried to stay away from, like, everything about the show because I wanted to be totally shocked. Mm-hmm. But the way that Sylvie was handled was pretty good. Great character development from Loki, too. Like, they... The show was called Loki. It's about Loki. Yeah, and I, I didn't realize how much of a fan I am of the guy who plays Loki. What's his name? Uh, oh, Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, I was just like, this guy is because obviously in the you know Thor and Avengers, he's just like a you know like a supporting actor, like not like a major character. But just being able to watch the show and him just getting so much screen time, I was like, okay, this guy is fucking awesome. I should have appreciated him more before Loki. The, the fourth and fifth episodes were like he gets I forget what they call it like blasted and then he ends up in like that weird time it, like graveyard almost mm-hmm. and he's hanging out the variants and then he realizes that uh uh Mobius is like his only friend was like pretty crazy a lot of good a uh, lot of good uh character development yeah it, it actually uh yeah like i said it made me more of a fan because i i like the character loki like even in the comic books uh you know decent character but just yeah just being able to watch this show and just the, the screen time and just being able to see uh you know loki go through a bunch of different range of emotions and you know getting to see him uh you know want to change and do better uh, and it's pretty interesting because this isn't even the Loki that we're, um, you know, uh, familiar with, right? Because this is the one that got away when they went back in time. So this isn't even the one that gets murdered. So it's just like, okay, cool. This guy is actually way cooler. 
Yeah, that was a good reveal too. That he was supposed to be dead all along. Mm-hmm. Great, great reveal. How they like that's in the first episode, right? Yeah, because uh, yeah, the, that's the first. Episode. They 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 played it for him, and, and that was a little strange. Because imagine uh, you're um, in this strange place, and they kind of play your fucking life for you. You're like, all right, this is what's gonna happen for, for the rest of your life. Boom, here are the highlights, and then you just watch yourself get choked out by Thanos. That's that wild. part was sick. It was I, w- I was kind of surprised they showed it because I didn't know if they had like I guess it, well it's Disney, but I didn't know if like the actors were would be chill with them showing something from a movie and like a tv show mm-hmm. because you know josh brolin is i guess done with i'm assuming he'll be back but for now he's done so i didn't think they would actually like show it, it would, but it was cool that they just straight up like showed it again yeah it was definitely a brutal scene and also that definitely cleared up uh a, a lot of confusion to remember after the, the movie they're like oh it's loki he's not really dead and even though like you know kevin feige's like yeah he's actually dead but it's just like we never really accepted it because obviously here we are he has his own tv series it's about to get a season two so this is how they're able to keep this loki alive which i'm uh which i, I didn't even really think about i, I didn't I, I honestly never thought they would get this deep so the fact that they're um, you know they've incorporated time travel they, they're, they're able just to do whatever they want at this point now yeah, now that there's confirmed time travel, confirmed different dimensions, it, it, I just I want Secret Wars to happen so bad. I want Secret Wars to happen so bad. Is it, I don't know if it'll ever happen, but I want it to happen. Well, it's, uh, Secret Invasion's happening. Yeah, but I want them to straight up be on like what's it called the the battlegrounds or whatever. Okay. Yeah, With, like the battle master controlling everything. Well, like, in the '80s comic, and uh, well. I, I like that King kept, you know, uh, referencing these uh, multiverse wars. So it's just like that's okay. what I'm like hoping for. It's yeah. Like, oh, it's Secret War is really coming, but I that that would be so far down the line because there would be so many more people they'd have to introduce. They would need to get like a new Iron Man by then too. Ironheart's down. <laughs> she's she's on her way. Yeah. I wonder if she'll be in Shang Chi. If I'm being honest, okay. I'm like Iron Man's my favorite superhero. Um, I, uh, I I'm a fan of Riri Williams, but I'm not sure if uh, she's been around long enough or even has enough like of a fan base to be like the next Iron Man. If that makes sense, like I, I would be okay with it because I I would, couldn't even imagine who would even want to try to step up to get ca- uh, casted as the next Iron Man because Robert Downey Jr. That's just one of those roles where like you, you can't do better i bet whoever they get next they're gonna push really hard and it's gonna be like an iron heart renaissance almost like it'll be so popular when they announce like who's playing her and like when the movie comes out it'll be massive i hope so like i i would love for because yeah like, like I'm, I'm so biased when it comes to iron man or and even having a war machine uh you know g- getting some love I- i'm stoked on that so yeah i i would love to see uh iron heart be successful um i wonder if she'll show up in the because they're doing the the armor wars show that's what war machines whole mm-hmm. show is supposed to be about yeah. so i wonder if she'll even pop up in that seems like a no-brainer right but it, it's supposed to come out like i think next year 
Yeah. Dude, so ne- who knows? Next year is going to be an insane year for the MCU. End of this year is crazy because Miss Marvel and uh, Hawkeye are coming out this year. Yeah, and I'm I'm such a, a Miss Marvel fan. Uh, I I love Kamala Khan. Like I'm not sure if you had a chance to play the Marvel's Avengers game. No, I haven't, but I'm familiar with like her backstory. Okay, yeah. Well, I was just happy that I was like, oh, like because when they, they first showed like the gameplay demo and stuff, they didn't really go into like who the game's like based around because like you, you saw like why the Avengers you know get um you know outcasted and they're trying to rebuild, so you kind of get that gist, but they didn't really let you know like oh you're gonna be playing as like Kamala Khan until like you know closer to the actual like release of the game. And when I, I got it, I was like, wow, I thought I was a fan of Kamala Khan before, but after playing that game, I was like, she's like so much cooler in my eyes. Yeah, Miss Marvel's sick. I can't wait to see how they do it in the show. I feel like it, I, I'm just worried that's going to be too much CGI. Yeah, because she hasn't, obviously, like her, her powers are um, pretty interesting. So I just don't know like um, how they're going to do that. Because I'm trying to think, like, like, I don't think anything's ever really been done like that. Because, because, uh, well, I mean, well, I guess with like, if you like how they did like, you know, um, Ant Man when yeah, uh, I was about to say like Ant Man's kind of not not similar power wise, but like similar in the sense that it's a lot of CGI and like illusionary kind of tricks. Yeah, I well, I think things are so advanced these days. I just hope um, they're able to just make it look realistic. Because obviously, um, when I was watching Loki, there's obviously some shots with um, alligator Loki where I'm like, yeah, that's definitely like CGI'd, which obviously like uh, you have to s- suspend some like belief. But um, I just hope that they can do like a really good job where I, I don't have to in my brain be like had to check myself. The uh, I think the CGI and like the, the shows is better than a lot of like other stuff coming out, too. Yeah, you know, it was really bad. Um, if you think back to Captain America: Civil War, when Spider Man was like <laughs> CGI through that whole like airport fight, and you're just like, man, yep. why, like why did they do that to his suit? Which is because because they didn't have to do that. Because when no. you watch when, when we watch the movies, he's not. It's it's like um he they have his real suit, but it was just really interesting, and, and I never really looked into it. But yeah, I I thought that one was just like so obvious. I'm like, that's not even really uh, what's his name uh. Tom, Tom Holland. Tom? Yeah, Tom yeah. Holland. Yeah, I think the Miss Marvel show. I would be okay with it being like kind of CGI heavy, as long as it doesn't look like too terrible. Yeah, just, I could I could suspend my disbelief enough. Yeah, just don't look I like mean, it's a comic book show. Yeah, just as long as it's better than Spider Man from Civil War, I'm I'm okay. I, I'm I'm surprised they haven't released like trailers or like teasers for yet or anything. Well. I'm yeah. I'm really surprised that uh, obviously like they had the big king reveal at the end of Loki, but I am surprised that there was no post credit scene. Yeah, there was no post credit scene. I was hoping they would show something with Ant Man and Wasp since that's the next big movie coming out. I think. Is it no? I, I isn't Shang Chi Doctor Strange first? Oh yeah, Shang Chi's first. Yeah. I just want. I'm just curious how they're gonna do, uh, yeah, Kang. Because like when, when I think of Kang, I, I think of like like you know his blue face. But I, I wonder, are, are they just gonna keep him like humanoid, just like how we saw him in uh, Loki? 
I think he's supposed to be like glued up. I would love that because obviously, um, you know, it, it's just another one of his variants. So I'm yeah, I'm, I'm really curious to see how they're going to present him in that movie. I wonder how Shang Chi is going to tie into it also because like. I mean, I'm more excited for that than I was for Black Widow because it's like an actual character that's new and exciting. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's not like clear where it fits in on the timeline if it's like before Loki or after. Yeah, and uh, I'm happy you brought up Black Widow because I, I wanted to get your thoughts on it because I, I, I did a podcast with Tyler Shore. We talked like two hours about Black Widow. Um, so uh, I, I'm curious about how you felt about it. I think they released it like three years too late. Yeah. And, and that, that came out before infinity war. It just feels like it, that film definitely did suffer from getting, you know, pushed back. Like it, it just felt dated when I watched that. I'm like, yeah, I was like, it just didn't feel to the normal quality of uh, Marvel studios. It, it just felt like something that you know, obviously had been sitting for years. It felt like a movie that had to get done because Scarlett Johansson had one more movie in her contract and they're like, all right, we'll do the Black Widow movie, I guess. And it's not like, it's not bad. It's just the whole time I was watching, I was like, I don't even feel impact for this because I already know she's dying. She's dead in, uh, by the end of the the next movie. So mm-hmm. in the timeline. So it's like, you uh, it should have came out before Infinity War or like it should have been in between Infinity War and Endgame. And that would have, I think, given more impact to Infinity War. But well, we don't really know she was dead until um, Endgame because remember. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I was hoping I was crossing my fingers like I hope I walk away with excitement because I, I was pretty biased. I, I wasn't like having the, you know, uh, best hopes for the movie but i wanted to walk away because w- when i w- went into watching uh uh star wars rogue one you're uh for people who are familiar it's like you know that none of those people survive right you're just like yeah th- these people are all dead because obviously this takes place in between some films and we've never seen those people before so you're like all right you know that they're going to go on some suicide mission nobody's going to survive this film but let's just watch it anyways. And I walked away from Rogue One being like, holy shit. Like, I want to see the original cut of uh, Rogue One because I remember reading an article how they had to recut it because Disney felt it was too much of like a war movie. So they wanted to make it a little more family friendly. And I was just like that. That movie could stand alone and just be like just super awesome. It, it, even if it wasn't tied to Star Wars. Right. I, I just felt like it was just such a great movie. And I walked away. Yeah. Knowing that everybody before before the movie started. Yeah. It's like we all know that they're all, the, they're going to be dead. But when it was over, I, I was so stoked. I was like, wow, this is fucking awesome. Blew my expectations out of the water. But Black Widow just didn't do anything close to that. Yeah. it. I thought it was fine. I wasn't like, oh, my God, this is horrible. It was just it came out three years too late. Mm-hmm. The end reveal and everything is kind of whatever yeah taskmaster i felt was kind of whatever that was the worst I, part. taskmaster should taskmaster should have been a captain villain mm-hmm. should have had him in a captain movie and i felt like he was kind of not wasted here because i thought it was cool in the context of the movie but to like the original taskmaster character i was like yeah 
Yeah, someone sent me an article. That, um, it was like the director explaining why they went that route with Taskmaster, and I was like, I don't want to fucking read this because it doesn't matter to me. And it, it, that was just one awesome villain that they just threw away. Because yeah, character is done. He's not coming back now. Yeah, like they could try to bring back Taskmaster because obviously she's still alive. But it's like no, it, it, it's it's pointless. There's no way that that character could live up to what it, it could have been. Did you play the uh, the Spider Man game that came out a couple of years ago? Uh, you're talking about the one for PS4? Like, yeah. N- uh, <laughs> this is kind of funny. Uh, when that game came out, I actually didn't own a, a, a console. I only had my PC. So I, uh, from uh, from hearing so many good things, because I had so many friends who uh, had played it, I actually bought it for um, two of my friends for, for like, you know, presents, just because it was, you know, highly rated. But I uh, skipped that, but I got the Miles Morales one when PS5 came out. I, I was like, I need to okay. play this. So I, I bought the the combo pack, but I never played it. I, I beat Miles Morales, and then I just kind of put it on the shelf, and I haven't touched it since. Uh, okay, I won't say anything, because Taskmaster shows up in that game. Oh, wow. Okay. But it's like, like you get Taskmaster versus Spider-Man, you're like, fuck yeah, this is fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Like, this is this is badass. So then... I don't know. They, I, I don't think they had any idea who to put up as a villain for Black Widow. I, uh, I don't think they knew who to who to pick, and they're like, "Who's a cool captain villain that we haven't used yet?" Taskmaster, Taskmaster, Taskmaster. Should just brought back GSP again. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, or, should could have even done. I don't even know. Yeah. Crossbones again. Yeah, that actor. What's his name? Frank. Is it Frank? No. What's his name? I'm really bad. He was in the the, the Purge and um, what is his name? But whatever his name is, I, I'm I'm a fan of his. I I think he's a he's a good actor. Yeah, yeah. I man, Black Widow was. I'm really psyched. I did not spend a single dollar on it. Really? See, I I was just like, all right, let me do the Disney premiere because I, I I wanted to go to the theaters, but just didn't work with like my schedule just the show times so I was, just like, oh, I was like I don't really want to try to squeeze it into my day and be forced to sit so I was just like right, I'm, I'm just gonna do it at home and uh, kind of do it when I can and I, I, I watch it with uh, I was okay spending the, the $30 uh, but I'm just like this yeah I, I wish I, I could have spent the $30 uh, you know last year yeah I'm surprised it didn't even come out last year like I know they're waiting for like the the movie the well, movie theaters were open but like mm-hmm. i guess like for things to get better but even they should have just released it last year because pushing it back made people more excited for what they thought would be the introduction of like another phase mm-hmm. but it was just leading up to infinity war and that was so bizarre that just took so long for i guess like a prequel to come out yeah and and i was hung up i was like the only reason why they're pushing it back and making it such a big deal is because in my mind i'm like either taskmaster is going to be and you know a reoccurring villain just like zemo that didn't happen and then i was like okay then it has to be the post-credit scene has to be like the key to um like the first reveal of what's to come like you know it's going to build up to this big event right but it's just like nope it's just yelena uh you know getting recruited by uh val and she's going to appear in hawkeye you're like okay this doesn't really have that big of an impact like they um like that was supposed to be the first appearance of val not val and uh uh wandavision or not wandavision um uh falcon, falcon winter soldier 
yeah, uh, yeah. so it's just like i don't see why or like what the proper reasoning was they should have i feel like they shot themselves in the foot yeah it still made a ton of money but just it things could have been flowing right like we, we could have already been past that and it just would have made more sense to not have pushed it back yeah it should have just i i'm convinced this movie was shot years ago and they were like all right there's nothing else going on we'll put it out yeah at least it wasn't as bad as um that was it x-men the last x-men movie oh yeah uh dark phoenix no 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 not that one the one after that um what the hell with with magic oh um, the, i can't think of it uh what is it fucking called yeah, i didn't even watch it it's 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 so bad yeah i can't think of the name that's how bad it is but it's okay new mutants new there mutants. you go new mutants drop the ball terrible but i'm, I'm just i'm just happy whatever like at, at least we'll get a marvel studios x-men movie at some point and that's going to be super super awesome yeah i i'm more excited for like an actual good fantastic four because it's it, ha- it has to come now for king yeah it well, has to fantastic four has to be here for king it literally has to see and who's the, the who's the director for the last one with uh howard or not howard with uh uh michael b jordan and miles teller um, oh man he'll never do it he'll never do another movie because uh fox studios like fucked his film up so bad yeah because I, I remember seeing his tweets like oh i got kicked out of the editing room like that's not my movie uh they cut out like a whole like fight scene towards the end and i'm just like did see when i read things like that i'm just like i just wish i had somebody on the inside that could you know slip me some like thumb drive with the original cut and maybe the movie wasn't actually as bad as like we saw because uh, I, I thought that cast was pretty strong. Obviously, a, a lot of talented people. I felt that the storyline wasn't that bad. I, I didn't really like Doom in that, but I felt that was the best out of all of the ones that came before. I thought it was. I thought it was pretty bad, but it was definitely the best of. Well, unfortunately, the best <laughs> of the Fantastic Four movies. Yes, it sucks that we get like a, a Snyder cut of everything, and then you watch it and you're like this doesn't really change the movie like mm. it's still pretty bad <laughs> and and i would love to see the original fantastic four cut that he did the one that came out what was it 2013 yeah i'd love to see it because like the way it came out was so jarring because things just kind of happened and then you're it's just one thing going to the next thing and there's no time to like explain anything I haven't watched it since, I mean, it's been eight years since I've seen it, but I remember just being kind of confused and I know like a lot of fantastic four storylines and I was like, I would not watch that again. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's, it's just crazy how uh, you, you think about like one of the most important teams in just like Marvel history, just got fucked up so many times. It's just like, how does this keep happening? I'm hoping it finally works out well. And it, I don't need nobody needs an origin story. No, just please. Let them just let them show up. Just let them show up, please. Yeah, yeah. Or or just in the press run, just let people know. Hey, like Fantastic Four has been around for fucking forever. Go go do your own homework. Get familiar, and then just 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 do a little bit of research. Just just look up how they came together, and then just come watch the movie. Like like we don't need to waste time on an origin. Like there's already been so much time wasted leading up to this like we need to get these like these four into the mix right away 
they could do what they did with Spider-Man where he just says it in literally one sentence in the movie. Just one sentence. Oh, I was bit by a spider and I got these powers. Yeah. Or, you know, they could just say we were in space and we got hit by radioactive waves and now we have superpowers. See, I feel like the last time we saw like an origin where I felt like it was entertaining was was Doctor Strange. Like it because it was the first time. I thought Captain Marvel was pretty entertaining. I'm you mixed on it. See, and, and this is where I, I I'm kind of like at odds with like myself because I'm such a Captain Marvel fan, but I just don't like how they uh, have per- portrayed her in the movies. And then, uh, you know, th- there's like talks of like making her Peter Parker's love interest and just to try to get, you know, you know, gain favor with the fans. And I'm like, I hope they don't do any of that. I hope, I hope she's redeemed in this next one. I, I was a, I was into it. I, I know it's like the way she's portrayed is like pretty out there mm-hmm. as opposed to like what the comics traditionally do. But I was like, okay, this is fine. Uh, I think my problem with the movie was like the weird pro military angle. Okay. <laughs> the movie was like oddly pro military. I was like, this is fucking weird. That's the only, that was like the big issue I had with it. But yeah. for the, the Captain Marvel story, I was like, this is, there, there have been worse Marvel movies. It's it that falls somewhere in like the middle too. It's like above Black Widow, but not by much. Mm-hmm. And it's also really challenging too because I feel like she suffers from like the same problem as like Superman because she's she's just so powerful, right? Because if you like actually take a step back and look at everybody's like power levels and how strong she is, it's like she can't just. You know, that's why she just showed up, you know, mid fight during Endgame because she could have easily just won that whole thing for everybody by herself. They didn't need the whole gang there. But it, I feel like that's just another challenge because, like, when you have someone as powerful as her, it's just like, how do you really, like, tell a proper story? Yeah. Yeah. It is hard because her stories, like, currently are just, like, dealing with big shit. Like, it's not street-level stuff, and I think they kind of gave her uh, they kind of gave her a bit of a street-level entry, which was disappointing. And then they showed Ronan at the end of her movie, and I was like, are we going to get a Ronan in her fight? Because she just she's just going to whoop his ass. Yeah, it's going to be done in, like, two seconds. Destroy him. But see, that's why I, I wish... Fair fight. That's why I wish with um, the MCU, like, they would do like a split right because they could go full galactic and just have these uh you know uh like have one group do all this galactic stuff right so we kind of yeah, the uh, shield and sword stuff yeah and then just have everything uh you know all the other stories on earth and then obviously all come together for like these big events which obviously will take years because obviously you don't want to force them and do them too fast but i, I feel like that would be really awesome because it's not like because even in the comic books they don't interact that often with each other so it's just like even though they're all in the same universe it's not like you know captain marvel's flying into town every day no not at all i who knows like i feel like the marvel fatigue is going to start setting in for me pretty soon really because i feel like i've just been consuming so much and like i'm excited about kang Mm -hmm. but all it takes all it's going to take for me is like if Miss Marvel isn't good, and if Hawkeye isn't good, and if the if Doctor Strange 
and like Ant-Man are like I know Shang-Chi I'm probably gonna like a lot mm-hmm. like I don't really have too many big expectations for that but for like Ant-Man and Wasp and Doctor Strange if those movies don't deliver I think I might just like take a break for a little bit well in my opinion I, I feel like they haven't really missed I, I feel like their worst outing is probably Black Widow um, but More recently, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but it's just like I don't know. It, is this like the fanboy in me like coming out and not willing to to see any faults? But the only movies that I kind of have like a question mark over is like it, um, the Eternals coming out in, in November. I'm just kind of like I don't really know. Oh yeah, I forgot that's even coming. I'm I'm not even like really. I said it before. I'm not. I'm still not really. After watching the trailer, still not interested. Yeah, so I'm kind of like, are right, these just like. Uh, seem kind of like very oddball and such a weird team to kind of bring out when when you look at the whole roster and who they could have brought to the big screen it's just like why do they bring these guys but apparently they've been around for every major event so like I, I'm, I'm curious to see how this plays out so that one i'm kind of skeptical about and then also next year for uh, black panther i i just wish they would just cancel black panther if i'm being honest i hope they give it to uh What's his sister's name? Shuri. Uh, Shuri? Yeah. She's good. I mean, she becomes Black Panther in the comics anyway. So it's like, it was really, I, realistically, only a matter of time. It just sucks that Chadwick Boseman's not around for it. Yeah. That, he did such a good job. Dude, he, he changed the whole game. You think about the impact that that movie had. I was just like, I was kind of pissed off. I'm like, yeah, now all these people like the superhero that, that I'm a fan of. I was just like one of those things like, you know, where something you like becomes cool. And <laughs> just, I don't know. I, I, I've always like, you know, liked that character. Um, and obviously I, I'm just a huge fan of um, Vibranium. So it was like, you know, obviously it comes from Wakanda. So I was just such a fan of like, uh, you know, his people, uh, the people from Wakanda. So I'm just like, the only thing that I'm stoked about is that they're going to introduce Neymar in that movie so oh wait he's gonna be in black panther too mm-hmm. yeah he's not gonna be in a fantastic four movie that's I'm, crazy i'm sure he will be but i'm uh fantastic four is still tba so i think this is just um they're gonna I- introduce him so it's just gonna bring this whole other layer to the mc right because now we're gonna go like underwater oh my god how the fuck is this gonna tie into kang <laughs> dude that's why I'm, i don't know maybe 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 not you know what i was also thinking i was like maybe king is not going to be the main main villain I, I think galactus may might bring him in to slap king down and he just might be around for a movie or two. Oh man because because you think about it when you look when you look way down the road and what we're getting x-men fantastic four and then we're gonna have to be dealing with like dr doom uh silver surfer uh, the phoenix force at some point uh like you know this is like way more pressing issues than like you know time travel because it's like okay this guy yeah there all these multiverses are happening now because uh because of sylvie but it's just like a lot of these people are going to want to be dealing with the here and now and probably aren't even aware that there's, uh, you know, this crazy uh, time traveling villain. Yeah. Oh man. It when, and then you look back on the, the villains that they picked previously and it's like, 
oh man, they did Red Skull super early, and he could have been a big contender for a little while. They did Ultron super early. I, I mean, I guess oh, Ultron could come back. I would. I want. I want Ultron to have he redemption because he's so evil and so badass. I need. I need him to come back one more time. I need there to, to be like a an actual Age of Ultron movie where him and Hank Pym like fuse together at the end. He's like, this is the only way I can stop you. Is if we're in space alone. Yeah, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm so biased towards the X-Men. I'm looking forward to having like a like a good like Phoenix Force story. I wonder what they would even what X-Men villains they would do at this point. Would they just read tread like the same old shit where it's like, oh, first it's Magneto. I don't. OK, see, and then here comes Apocalypse. I don't even know if I they would go that Onslaught movie, man. I want Onslaught to show up. See, I don't even know if they would go that route. I, I feel like what they would do is kind of like uh, uh kind of based off like the newer stuff and kind of make it more like political because oh you think they'd set up like x-men versus avengers that's my dream but i'm not sure uh because you got to think how are the um or how civilization and these uh superheroes um how, how are they going to deal with knowing that there's like another kind right living amongst them because obviously when, when you look at the comic books um, you know, mutants are looked at different and uh, they feel different. You know, their, their slogan hated and proud or whatever. Um, it's just like, I feel like that's a route that they could go instead of just playing into the traditional, like, all right, here's um, the, you know, the, the X-Men, they have to fight this villain and cool. The story moves on. It's just like, I feel like to incorporate them with everybody else, um, it, it could be like a political thing. Yeah. Yeah. They could, I mean, even if they did go that route, it might even just work better as a TV show. And, and they could bring like the big players in for movies, you know? And I, I, I wouldn't mind a TV show, but I feel like it's just such a big deal for them to be back under yeah. like, you know, the Marvel umbrella that they wouldn't do that. Like I would no, like, they would give them a, a big movie. See, I would like another show like agents of shield where, uh, like these events in the movies like affected that show and like you know it was just like this uh you know it was just like this up-to-date uh you know timeline i thought that was really fun but i don't know if that's something that they'd want to do on disney plus because um to have like a a, a long storyline obviously it, it can get complicated and maybe end up some with some plot holes i don't know but I, that's something i would like to see them do in the future because like having these um obviously like i really enjoy the high production but i think where i kind of feel left out is with it being so short right six episodes i'm like ah like i wish this was a little longer maybe a little more development but obviously loki's in a season two so we'll see that but with these little bites of like you know the falcon winter soldier a wandavision it's just Wanda seemed, was nine and I, I thought that was too many i oh, think you, they could have done wanda in six i yeah see maybe that's me being greedy I, I feel like a solid 10 just give me 10 just give me 10 real episodes like no filler no bullshit just just let's just give it your all and just produce like high quality shit like by raises yeah. the bar right like look at shows like uh when i think back to like some of the greatest tv shows in history like game of thrones right when was the last time people were like legit tuning in at a specific time to watch a fucking show right like that that changed the world like so many people were tuning in that was such a big deal like and you think about like what kind of budget that they were on and they went super long obviously people had their gripes at the end but i just felt like it's pretty solid for the most part 
and i wish that yeah they could do like a longer running series but you know but i get it when, when you think about these bigger actors and actresses and contracts and how much money they make that's probably why they don't right they don't want to pay that much money for a long series it just sucks like there's so many there's so many cool x-men characters and like like i guess now deadpool is like confirmed in the marvel universe too so and it's like such a whack character are they just gonna reset are they just gonna reset all the other x-men characters are they gonna bring anyone over dude they need to bring gonna get like a couple movies they just need to bring over uh uh mcavoy what's his first name oh james mcavoy yeah james yeah yeah, i'll take that bring over mcavoy and bring over fastbender i don't care about anybody else just bring over those two because they seriously when i look at them they did such a great job as uh, magneto and professor x and it's just yep, like, they're the best ones yeah it's like, like and and the fact that they're still so young right they haven't aged themselves out or um done anything crazy i feel like it would that would be another crime to to not cast those two as those characters again because because their, their timeline was so fucked up and like they did days of future past to try to correct everything it's like okay cool like let us just let us just keep believing that they're professor x and magneto i'll be honest i thought days of future past pretty solid i I think that's the best x-men movie to date yeah i think that's the best one too that uh what's the first class i thought that Mm -hmm. first class were the best yeah so those are the only two that i would fight to like want to have brought back man i can't believe they already did a days of future past story and now we can't get like a well would probably be a better version of it too yeah and and you got to think uh they like the the doors are open they can do another one and i feel like the general public would be okay with it because it's just like it's like i feel like everybody understands like okay over there at fox they did an okay job but it could have been better yeah i mean it's been almost a decade since days has come out too which is crazy to think about makes yeah and yeah and, and i'm telling you mcavoy and fastman they're still not that old even they still have it in the looks they, they could totally pull it off yeah they could still do it dude and what's up with uh hugh jackman uh teasing us with the wolverine shit i thought he was like done after logan because he was like touting that as a big send-off but i guess disney was like you got money and he was like i do like money <laughs> yeah but that was like i would be fine if logan was his past his last like hurrah because that movie was so fucking good like that doesn't even count as an X-Men movie. Like it goes beyond that. Going into that movie, everybody was just like, you're going to cry. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm good. This movie's not going to get me. And then you get to the fucking end when he's fucking, you know, impaled. And you're just like, oh, shit. This is so sad. Dude, that end, the ending is that movie is so fucking good. In my mind, I, I was like, I'm going to be pissed if this isn't an old man Logan story. And they don't do all this shit. They can't do it. They don't have all these characters. They don't have the, the like cannibal hulks in it. And then I was like, oh, this was better than I like. This is better than Old Man Logan the comic for sure. Yeah, and it's just like, how how are they able to produce such a high quality you know Wolverine movie, but they couldn't apply that to the X Men or to Fantastic Four to these other properties that they have? And I'm like, oh. like who the fuck is just fucking everything up over there? Yo, honestly, it's probably so much easier to focus on like a singular character than it is to focus on a whole team. Because then you have to write for every single person in that team, I guess. 
But I, I, that also doesn't make sense because they did Avengers great. So yeah, and think about they they wasted Psylocke, right? One X Men that oh I was super God. excited to see. Like uh, the actress, what's her, uh, Olivia Munn? Is that her name? Yep. Bring her back. Yep. She, she needs a second chance. It probably wasn't her fault that that character was wasted. Um, and I was a fan of uh, uh, who's the Quicksilver over there because he had like the the best scene where he was pulling everybody out of the the mansion when it was exploding. Yeah, that's one of the best X Men scenes. So sick. Yeah, uh, amazing. Him coming back in Wandavision was such a fucking. Oh. Such a tease for nothing. Yeah, you're just like, dude, this is it. These are like the worlds like merging, right? And then you're telling, oh, that was just a weird incident. Oh no, this is just your brother from uh, another point in time, and it's like, oh man, (laughs) you really got me on that one. You almost had me. And you know who I've been dying to see, and I I brought this up on the episode that I did with Tyler. Uh, General Ross. When is he going to turn into Red Hulk? Because he's he's an OG. Because he was in the Edward Norton Hulk. He's in the Shang Chi trailer, so maybe then he's 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 been around for so long. It's so maybe many then. important points in this uh, universe. Like, give him his shine. We need to see Red Hulk at some point. Well, I know we're probably never going to get a Hulk standalone movie because universal still owns the rights to hulk but they let him be in all the movies i feel like at this point with hulk just being hulk right not bruce banner um i would be okay with never having a solo hulk movie but but if there was like a, a, a chance for him to go back to bruce banner and we could see him go through like you know his uh you know mental trauma and having to deal with actually being the hulk uh, if we can get more of like Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner, th- that's something that I would enjoy. But yeah, I wouldn't want just a straight Hulk movie right now, unless I it was I like love a Hulk movie. But they've kind of like touched on the little, all the different storylines. Like they kind of did Planet Hulk in the last Thor movie. Yeah, and that was the one I wanted the most, and we got that, and it was done pretty well. Yeah, and wh- why am I drawing a blank? In the Shang Chi trailer, we see what's his, um, we see Wong fighting. What's his name? Uh, is it Abomination? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm just like, okay. That's kind of cool. If Abomination's showing up as a Shang-Chi villain, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. And they're sending out... Because I assumed it would be Mandarin. I assumed Mandarin would be showing up. I'm sure he, he's going to show up at some point. The, I'm talking like the real <laughs> the real deal Mandarin. No more Ben Kingsley. Please give me the real <laughs> Mandarin. I'm begging. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm curious <laughs> to see how far they're going to go with Shang-Chi. Because um obviously uh, he's like ever become an avenger i want to say yes because everybody's an avenger at some point i thought he was on the defenders for a little while too um you know i I saw i I saw like an article and i i'm I'm really bad when things don't like interest me 100 percent. i saw like oh how we can end up with the defenders and they had like this like whole like list of people that have been introduced so far i'm like "I i don't know i was like if if the they Avengers kind of did it, it was bad already. The, the the Defenders I want to see is um I can't remember what year it was, but it was the the team. It was a uh, Red Hulk, Doctor Strange, and God, who else was on that? I can't remember. Um, on now to look this was up. Jessica Jones on that one? I don't think so. Maybe it was because that's from like five or six years ago, right? Or like a little bit before that. It was like the early 
2010s. All right, hold on. I have to look this up because this is going to bother me because I'm seeing the, the cover in my head. What uh, if they're going to do West Coast Avengers 2? That'll be coming. Okay. Um, hold on. I'm, I'm looking at the cover. I totally lied. Red Hulk wasn't um, in it. It was a, a She-Hulk. It, it was uh, by Matt Fraction. So it was uh, Doctor Strange, Quicksilver, Iron Fist, and Neymar. Dude. Oh, yeah. Do you think about how sick yeah. that team would be? Dude, bring back Finn Jones as Danny Rand. and uh, Give me a new Iron Fist. He, he, <laughs> he, he kind of blew it for me. Give me a brand new guy. I feel like he was he was just a victim of circumstance. That show should have been... I had such high expectations for it, man. I know we've talked about it like so mm-hmm. many times, but the disappointment I felt watching that show was like... It was unreal. It was absolutely unreal. Yeah, I, I felt like season one, he was just so crippled. I'm like, why Why did they make him seem so like, you know, so like such a pacifist and like so chill? I felt like they yeah. could have sped up like that whole like arc of his character. <laughs> and I don't know. Yeah, I felt like that was just such a waste. But I was I had such high hopes for season three. Like, and see- the way it, like the way it got canceled, too, is such a shame. Dude, it, it, like I felt like, like I could not believe that that was true when um because obviously we, we kind of knew that it was coming when Disney Plus got announced and you're kind of like, oh, OK, they're going to do their own thing. They're definitely not going to leave these like high quality properties over here at Netflix. So it's either going to continue or they're going to pull the plug and try to do their own thing. And then when when shows like Luke Cage and uh Iron Fist got canceled and you're kind of just like, all right, those got canceled. Those are like on the lower tier. But then when they mentioned Daredevil got canceled, you're like, all right, everybody's getting canceled. There's no way that uh, they're just going to cancel uh, Daredevil and let the others stay. It was was such a blow because you think about like that changed the game for for uh, Marvel and Disney when it came to TV shows, because there's there's not another superhero TV show on the CW or DC unlimited no, or anything cares. that could stand nothing is that high quality. Yeah. So it was just such a bummer. And even to this day, even with the Disney plus shows, I still don't think that like they're up to like those Marvel Netflix quality shows. Like when we, when you look at the Punisher or um, daredevil season one, two or three, it's like, Oh man, it sucks. I man, I hope they do a, a, a daredevil movie with the dude that was doing the, I know he's supposed to be in Spider-Man to what capacity, who knows, but like if they, since he's coming back, like there's a chance that there could be like a sick daredevil movie and it could just be him doing street level shit. And I would love it. Well, I I felt like it was such a crime that, uh, that in the uh, Netflix Marvel world that they acknowledged like the events of New York and you know, it, it just, they, they would reference that stuff, those big events so that you knew that they were in the same universe. And the fact that they never got any screen time in an Avengers film at any capacity. Right. Um, I, I just felt it was such a bummer because they, like all of them were, were just so impactful and just changed a lot of things for just the whole uh, entire thing. I, I just was so bummed that, they didn't get that chance. And even even when season one of Daredevil came out, Charlie Cox was like, you know, getting so much praise. And he even came out. He was like, yo, like, 
like not to you know pat myself on the back but i think i deserve uh, some sort of role in an avengers film like like my character is important like look how much love we're getting look what like you know we're doing out here the stuff we're producing like we can hang with those guys and the fact that they never got that chance i thought was just such a bummer yeah i mean of all the characters from like the netflix marvel shows to become avengers the two biggest ones are daredevil and luke cage and they're like involved in a lot of the major stories like jessica jones comes every once in a while yeah she's Punisher's a- there every once in a while sometimes iron fist is there sometimes but it's mostly daredevil and luke cage going along and doing like the big event shit and it sucks that they're probably luke cage is probably done yeah if i had to guess like yeah. permanently there's i thought the dude that played him was so sick dude great job so sick. Luke Cage was the second best show for sure. Yeah, I I, I agree. Um, I, and I'm hoping at some point we can get like a a, a Doctor Strange Daredevil interaction since uh, you know all I the New York homies. Cry. Dude, tears would fall down my eyes because well, they have such great interactions in the comics. Because uh, Doctor Strange is supposed to kind of take over that like mentorship role for uh, Peter Parker. So. Um, I'm, I'm hoping at some point um, either he because he's supposed to come out. Uh, Charlie Cox is supposed to come out in She-Hulk. I think that's like what was confirmed. And then May- oh, he's going to be in She-Hulk. Yeah, I'm um, as uh, I, I'm not sure if he's going to be Matt Murdock or Daredevil, but I'm um, or maybe I'll take both. both. Yeah, I'll take both. So but but then you also think like, yeah, like they're in the same uh, like uh, world when it comes to like their their job. Right. Quote unquote. So that's not surprising there's a whole comic series that came out what was it like 10 years ago i think that was like the lawyers of the avengers and it was like she hulk and daredevil and it was them just doing like legal work i can't remember fuck i read it so long ago but it that wasn't like the main focus but then it like evolves into them beating the shit out of people Mm -hmm. but it was like the lawyer like it wasn't called the lawyers of the avengers but that's pretty much what it was Okay, yeah, and I, I gotta look into that. But like, I, I want characters like Foggy Nelson to come back, and yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just such a fan. Well, and also, um, so right now, like w- w- when I read comic books, like I, like no matter what, I'm reading whoever's writing Iron Man, and I'm reading whoever's writing Daredevil. I don't care if the story's shit or if the story's amazing. Like those are just two characters that I just um can't stop reading because I'm such a fan. So it's just, I'm just so biased when it comes to anything Daredevil. Like I just want to see more because it's, it's just yeah. Like so many people are are fans, especially after the Netflix series, and and even for being a street level superhero, like uh, he he he's just so important to New York. He's such a sick ass character. Yeah, he's such a fucking sick character, and the stories that he like is given in the comics are so good. Yeah, and and it de- arguably has some of the best stories, even compared to like some of my favorite superheroes. Yeah, and it doesn't always have to be, you know, over the top crazy shit, right? Whoa. He's so sad. So many bad things just happen to him. Yeah, but he's such an awesome dude. Yeah, in, in costume and out. That's yep. That, that's what I love about him. But okay, so end of the year we have we, we talked about shang chi eternals and then briefly brought up hawkeye which i'm so happy that um uh jeremy renner right that's his name he's jeremy. gonna be in it right yeah I, i'm so happy that because remember him he, he like tried to they, they try to cancel him 
Uh, I'm so I'm so happy that Disney didn't give him the boot like they did to uh, our boy Johnny Depp. Um, I, I'm just happy that he's able to stick around and you know play out as Hawkeye. So I, I'm super stoked to see how this show comes together. I hope it's more of like a it could probably be his last Marvel stint, and it's probably going to be him passing the torch mm-hmm. to Kate Bishop. Yeah, I, I, I see that. I'm assuming that's what it'll be. I'm hoping he like just goes full Ronin, and we get him being Ronin in like Avengers movies. Or you kind of got that in Endgame, but very briefly. Which I was surprised yeah, that they want more. Yeah, but I would love to see him. Uh, you know, be like the helm of like a West Coast Avengers, like you brought up earlier. I felt like uh, that would be pretty cool because he's still uh, when, when you think about the like og team and it's not like they're going to kill him off or maybe i'm speaking too soon maybe he randomly dies in his own series which would be kind of sad um or maybe he just wants to go home and be a family man he's just like all right like uh all my friends or or all my closest friends are like dead you know when you think about iron man uh uh steve rogers and natasha and so he's probably just like all right let me just kind of pass this on like i'm still a superhero but i just don't want to be like active and on the forefront i just want to see him go full ronin mode like a ronin hawkeye show or a movie would be fucking sick well they give him his his black widow movie right let us see what was going on when he was out there in japan killing people as ronin that's a that's a movie that i would want to see right like that's a cool interesting story not stupid black widow story like you know in between films I would love that. I guess now it doesn't even make like it sucks in the grand scheme of things where it's like, oh man, there's so many cool little stories that they could do, but it's like they're not even gonna waste time doing it because they just want to get to the the big shit. Well, I wish that they would waste more time now that because we're gonna yeah. be having multiverse wars. Shit's gonna get. I think things might get a little too hectic that people are, will like want to sit back and, and enjoy stuff like a Ronin movie or a Black Widow movie. Yeah, I I definitely would love a like a smaller scale like s- just a smaller movie about like a single character because like going forward that for movies that aren't the shows like the movies uh, it seems like they're gonna just try to push like the event narrative for the next phase forward. Well. Hopefully it's a while till we get like the next proper Avengers film because obviously the Avengers are always present, but I'm hoping that they don't try to just kind of like rinse and repeat with what we just went through. I wonder what they would even do. Would it be them versus Kang? Because I feel like that would kind of be it could just be wrapped up with a Captain Marvel movie realistically. Well, see, I don't see them beating Kang. I, I feel like uh, you know, somebody uh, like out there in the cosmos is going to have to step in like like we've seen in the comic books before and they're going to have to be like, all right, like like we get that you're controlling time, but like you're getting like too powerful. So we're here to kind of put you in check because you're not going to, you know, fuck with like what we have going on that like, you know, like above you. Who can they even go beyond besides like we said before Galactus? Like who can even go? above that because like they they did Thanos already they did Ultron yeah um, Adam Warlock Adam Warlock could step up and 
rectify things and then see but Thanos is already gone so it's like why would Adam Warlock need to exist well okay and, and this is where I feel like uh, things can get get a little sticky because all right because if we go um, you know super galactic and then you, you think about you got to keep going higher and higher and then we start dealing with like the celestial yeah and, and it's just like but when you get that high, it kind of is like, all right, cool. This is all leading to like a like a reset, or um, you know, there's gonna have to be some sort of weird counterbalance. So I I hope they don't go that way too fast because I feel like it, it's gonna happen eventually, right? Like they're gonna get to a they're point. They're gonna have to reset. They're gonna have yeah. to reset and get new Spider Man, new Captain America, new Iron Man. Yeah, that, and I'm I'm totally okay with that because that happens all the time in in the comic book world, right? That's that that's normal, right? Like, um, you know, we get all these little stories leading up to this one major event, and then um, it brings everybody together, and then after that happens, everybody goes back their separate ways. We get new teams, new superheroes from the Fallout. Cool. So that that doesn't bother me, but I'm just hoping that um, how however they build up to it, I just hope it's done right. Because because obviously they could rush it or you know somebody could drop the ball because you, you don't want to introduce somebody like Galactus like too soon even though he's a known character right he's no secret but if if you do it too early and then it's just kind of like okay Galactus is already here and we haven't even had like Nova or the X Men the X Men just got here and you're already showing up with Galactus like what's going on yeah still still no Nova in sight is dude. <laughs> I'm doing the Eternals, but no Nova is such a fucking so stupid. This yeah, bummed me out so much. And and think about what? How long ago was Guardians of the Galaxy two? It's like and granted, God, it's been five years. Yeah, and, and granted, James Gunn, right? He had the um, you know those stupid issues where they wanted to cancel him again uh, for for something he already apologized for, and Disney already knew about it. It, it was such a that whole situation was such a mess. Like I. I, I totally understand, for, like you know, him wanting to like leave Marvel after Guardians Three, which bums me out because he he made that that team what it is today. Like nobody cared about Guardians yep. of the Galaxy before he put his hands on it, so it's just like it, it's such a bummer. And yeah, and that that like having to be held back for so long with that team, it's just like like and you're gonna have to weave their way back in. It's just like yeah, it's kind of a mess right now in certain aspects. But I yeah, I, I wish there would be. A little like even though like i I don't want to go full um you know uh being out in space and have like you know a bunch of galactic stuff like i i just wish that they could utilize them more but and, and i don't know and who knows maybe this next guardians will be the last one i don't even know what they'll do like what could they even could they do like an annihilation story like storyline hey, this is where what... ultron is trying to conquer different planets this is what but they then what happens after that? No, they're gonna have to split up, right? So they're, uh, they're gonna have to jo- join different teams. Drax is gonna be an Avenger, <laughs> just like the old days. Um, they're I don't even know because because uh, you gotta think they they teased Adam Warlock, but did they even want to go that far? Because if if there's if there's no longevity in the Guardians like franchise, uh. Yeah, because when you look at the other films, like, well, like, like, where do they really fit in? I feel like they missed the Adam Warlock shit. Is kind of like it was a missed opportunity because they they could have at least had like a cameo in Endgame. 
Yeah. And you could have shown Adam Warlock and his whole big being, his whole existence is to counterbalance the, the whole universe. So they already took care of the big threat. So why do you need Adam Warlock when it's already kind of confirmed that these characters can handle everything? Yeah, he's he's, he's just going to be way too powerful for no reason. And he, he's not even like, he's not a villain. He just, he's like the police of like the, of the universe pretty much. But like the police, do you know how evil the police are? <laughs> <laughs> he's okay. In that aspect, he's evil. But like in terms of like Marvel storytelling, he's like, yeah. He's on the Avengers side, but he's just there to keep the balance pretty much yeah, to he, make sure nobody can go crazy like Thanos. Yeah. He's just kind of like, like neutral. Yeah. And he's just, I feel like that opportunity is already gone because Kang does not, Kang and Thanos are like not on the same level. No. Not at all. Yeah. Cause like sick villain, sick villain. Kang is sick, but. Not on the same level. So you think Thanos is stronger? Yeah, I would say so. Not in like the in like the golden age or like the eighties, mm-hmm. where like Thanos was kind of a fucking idiot and like kind of stupid, but more so in like the more, I guess like post two thousands and like newer stuff, where he's like, oh, I'm diabolical and evil and like a genius. Yeah, I feel like when I look at the lineup and this might sound kind of weird, but it seems like this phase is, uh, could be kind of like a filler phase. If that makes sense. Yeah. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. Cause when we when look at everything laid out, it's just like, all right. Um, and obviously there's a ton of post-credit scenes that are coming our way. So who knows uh, what's going to be, uh, you know, setting up or w- what these movies are going to be setting up for. But it, right now the way we're looking at it is just like yeah this doesn't really seem like like we're kind of we're not really headed in a certain direction it just seems like things are just kind of like happening yeah especially with the the kang reveal at the end of loki where it just it kind of leaves you going it leaves you wondering like what can even be they want to introduce like the next big villain in a tv show and that's why I think he's going to get smacked yeah. down like pretty fast. Which you're, I, you're right. Which I, the I, more I'm thinking about it, you're right. And and I don't want that to happen because I'm, you know, uh, I'm, I'm loving this whole time travel stuff. But obviously, uh, and obviously we'll see more of like the, the, the quantum realm in the next Ant-Man movie. But uh, who knows? Who's the villain for the, the Ant-Man movie? Is it Kang? Yeah. Is he actually going to be like the main player in it? As far as I know, he's like, yeah, the, the main villain. Oh, I'm down. I'm so down for that. I wonder if he'll be in, I guess he's going to be in Doctor Strange too. But we'll probably just see like a, maybe a different variant. Yeah. Oh man. That's the, the first Doctor Strange I thought was good, but not great. The new Doctor Strange, I'm like real psyched on after the end of WandaVision and Loki. Yeah. I, I'm I, I kind of curious about the, cause it got a new director. So. Oh, did it? Yeah. So it's uh, I'm not sure who the first director was, but the the, the new director is uh, Sam Raimi. Oh, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I hope he does some crazy like body horror shit. In it. If they bring Dormammu back and go like real dark with it. Oh, my God. 
yeah I, I felt like that was like a good replacement so like when i saw it i'm like okay this is gonna be this is gonna be fun this movie's gonna be like super awesome oh my god not to mention the fourth thor movie yeah I, oh my god I, I i was reading an article and and the the director was like yeah we did a lot of crazy shit in this movie so i'm uh because uh I, i'm a big fan of jane foster so I, i'm looking forward to seeing uh she's gonna be thor in it yeah. she has to be yeah so yeah because when they did that reveal was it at like comic-con or some sort of convention or whatever it was um d23 i can't remember whatever it was i was like this is fucking amazing um was it revealed last year? The year before that she was going to be in the fourth Thor movie? I think it was like two years ago. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. So I'm, I'm Ragnarok was so good. And is it still going to be so um, doing it? Is it still what's her name from from the the earlier movies? I'm pretty sure. Same actress, whatever her yeah. name is. And Taika Waititi is doing the next Thor movie, too. Okay. Yeah. See, and I was late to Thor because I'm i'm not a, like normally i'm not even a thor fan um so it, it wasn't until like more recently like maybe like 20 20 like 16 2017 i i got put on to like some cool thor stories he's got cool stories the movies don't do any of the cool story it literally sticks to like the the real basic stuff yeah and but then, ragnarok goes so far beyond any of that and sets up a bunch of crazy shit yeah, and I kind of don't like how they kind of make him like kind of like a goof in the movies. I think the the first movie being like a fish out of water movie and like the origin story, I was like, all right, whatever. The second movie kind of just does it again. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And then Ragnarok is just, I don't know. It's proof that like Thor can have a cool story on screen. You yeah. just have to have the right person behind the camera. Yeah. The right writers. Yeah. Because they, they do show him in different lights, but yeah, I I was not a fan of him in in Endgame when he was all like fat and uh, you know really down on himself. But like when when he shows up to you know to, to fight when he has uh, Stormbreaker and he's just like so badass. I'm like this so is like, this is so the, this is the Thor that you know should be around like more of the time. Yeah, I was surprised they made him like a comic relief in Endgame out of all the characters. Yeah. But also, it's just one of those things where I feel like, yeah, he's just one of those characters who is just too strong. Yeah. I mean, they, but they gave him a good villain in Ragnarok. Yeah. They gave him a great villain in Ragnarok. But, yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm curious to see, because I, I do like the trend where the Thor movies are heading, right? So Ragnarok was awesome. Because it, it, it's, like, completely different from one and two. So... I'm praying for Beta Ray Bill. Praying for Beta Ray Bill to show up. Now, would would they like have to CJ CGI him, or would they like? He would him? have to be CGI. There's no way he wouldn't be. It'd be like Thanos. He'd have to be CGI. Now I'm trying to think of like what a Beta Ray Bill costume would look like. <laughs> Alligator Loki. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I'm. I I don't know why, but when it comes to Thor, I've always been like a big fan of um Heimdall. So I'm like, obviously, oh, he's dead now. I know. That's why I'm just like, what are he's they gone. gonna, what are they gonna do with the Bifrost? Who's gonna, who's gonna be there? Are, are we even gonna see like you know, or is there even a Bifrost? Because I'm um, obviously they got their new land at the end of Endgame, and Valkyrie was like you know the leader now. Yeah. So. Oh man, I don't even know what'll happen. 
with Thor four. Since yeah. pretty much everybody is is dead, Loki's gone. And and now I'm curious because right now like the gears are turning in my head. Like, are they gonna like? Is Jane Foster gonna have cancer like in the movie like she did in the comic book? And then she's just gonna become Thor <laughs> through that and just Maybe. be super hot, kicking everybody's ass. I wonder if this will be the last Thor movie too. I don't know how much because he wasn't um, like one of like the bigger like you know players when it came to like these big time contracts, right? Because obviously like Robert Downey Jr. was getting paid way more than everybody else, but I don't think they were breaking the bank on him, were they? Probably not to begin with, but over time, yes. I'm not sure if we talked about this last time, but there was like that uh, uh, article that came out about Kevin Feige mentioning that they're straying away from signing these long-term contracts to these actors and actresses when it comes to the Marvel films that they're going to be doing it like like a, on a film by film basis. Uh, I wonder how that'll work. Yeah, cuz I I don't want they like I would prefer the long-term contracts cuz I would like to see consistency cuz I don't want to see somebody you know get casted like uh what was the dude from Hustle and Flow um who was the original uh um uh War machine. Oh, the original War Machine. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Was it a uh, uh, Terrence Howard? Right, Terrence yeah, Howard. Yeah, Terrence Howard. You know, and he he priced himself out, and Marvel. They were just like, all right, see you later. We're not, you know, going to give you, uh, you know, we're not going to break the bank for you. Like, we'll just recast you. Like, I don't want to see that happen again. Like, like imagine they, you know, cast like an amazing Ironheart, and then she gets greedy, or she didn't realize her worth, and she wants more money for Ironheart too, and they're just like. Uh, screw you. We're we're gonna go with like you know somebody that we should have casted, uh, you know somebody else, and then we just see like then we start seeing these mix match characters. That that's just like my only concern. Oh, I'm surprised more actors aren't doing, or maybe this isn't even being offered in their contracts, but like the royalty thing that like Chris Evans and RDJ got, where it's like, yeah, you don't have to pay me up front now, but I'll wait five years. Yeah, well, maybe they don't want to offer that anymore, realizing like how much more popular these characters are getting. Because you got to think back then, uh, those were just like we, we think back to Iron Man one. Like at the time, the only really good superhero movies we had were, were like um, like X Men, like the original X Men, and then uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider Man. Like those were yeah. the movies that kind of I feel like really opened people's eyes to what comic book movies could really be. Yeah, it's changed so much since then. And now it's like it, the way Marvel is just doing things is so crazy. Because now it feels like it feels like comics are being written about the movies rather than the other way around. And that's so weird to me. <laughs> Isn't that crazy that that's where we're at now is like, oh, the story was successful as a movie. Let's turn it into a comic. Because I know that's happened with Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it, it's definitely strange because then it's just like, oh, this three-hour movie is getting stretched out to like this, you know, twelve-issue series. It's not that interesting reading. <laughs> it's so weird that we're at that that point in time now, but I guess as long as it keeps going, because I don't know, Marvel's sick. That that's my preferred like comic reading shit. Yeah, and I, you know, I I I had to accept that I was a Marvel fanboy. And it, it wasn't by choice because I, I, I wanted to 
like DC equally, right? But there was just so many superheroes over there that I just did not care about. And the fact that I, I only liked a select few, like I, I'm like basically anything in like the Bat family and then just like some offshoot characters like Dead Man. Um, but it's just like, I, I, I didn't care about like the big events because it's just like, okay, I'm only reading like like a small percentage of the books and I don't really care about what the Flash is doing or Aquaman. Um, so I, I just I, I just didn't really like to invest. So I, I would just read stuff, but then I always felt shorthanded because I wasn't really participating and reading like the other stuff going on. And, and, and I tried even like tried reading like some of the team books, but it just it just kind of seemed a, a little too corny over there, if that makes sense. Yeah, it has like a almost like an old school vibe. And there, there's just so many resets. Oh, yeah i hope you like resets hope you don't get attached to any characters yeah and they have like uh, like some really talented writers over there like my favorite comic book writer is uh brian michael bendis and he writes over there for for dc Um, who's he writing for i don't even know i gave up (laughs) after i think he was like i think the last was he writing for that naomi book i don't even remember because he was doing like I, I read his like Superman stuff and it's the only time I've ever read Superman and I'm like okay this is okay um, like still a talented writer but it's just like it's just like he's telling cool stories about characters that I don't care about yeah it's hard to get motivated about that yeah and and I, I, I used to be like this crazy sponge where like I would just buy everything but then I got to a point where I'm like why am I wasting time and money on these characters and books that i just don't even really care about when it's becoming a chore to get to like the last page of a comic book i'm just like what am i doing yep couldn't agree more i feel like not bad but like i would like you know read a couple issues or something online to see if i would enjoy it okay and a lot of times with that stuff i'd just be like three issues in and be like i'm kind of done with this already like i know the story's still going but i'm done with it mm-hmm and I'm I'm bored with it. Yeah, no. And honestly, sometimes it's better to do that anyways. Just save yourself some time and trouble. Because if you track down an issue or order an issue and it's just like super whack, it's like, damn, I could have just looked up like the PDF and I could have just saved myself some you know, some trouble. Yeah. I have I had a not a problem, but like before I would wait until like the the collections or like the volumes came out. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'll read that, and then I get the volume and I get halfway through it and I'm like oh I don't like this story <laughs> so I wasted 25 bucks on the story I don't like I'm just going to put this down yeah it's part of the risk of like you know I guess like buying single issues because you, you really don't know where things are going to turn um, but that's why I like to try to do research on who's writing like the book that I'm interested in because like I like dude, there's so many new writers popping up. Like I, I always have to ask my buddy who owns the comic shop. I'm like, yo, who is this person writing this book? Like, can you give me some references on like what they've done? Because I do not recognize the name. Like, how did they get on this like really popular book? So it's just like, yeah. So like, as as much as like I thought I knew, like I'm still discovering like like a ton of new people. Like I think like my like newest favorite writer is the uh, what's his name uh, Benjamin Percy. My. My 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 greatest downfall of comics is I don't I had, I never pay attention to writers okay. and I go by characters and I'm like okay I'm gonna read this Nova story and I'm like oh, I don't like this 
Yeah, I, I've gotten to the point where, like, outside of Iron Man and Daredevil, um, I, I like other than that, I just follow like my favorite writers. I don't know if you do this too, but I'll go online and just like go on Reddit and like look and see and be like, what are the best stories for this character? Okay. What are the best comic runs for this character? And like, kind of go by that. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, w- w- when there's a character that I'm inf- like, I'm like not familiar with. Um, yeah, I, I definitely will go like you know, do some research online, and then um, I honestly I like my buddy. Uh, uh, shout out his name's um, Enrique. Uh, he owns the comic book that I shop at. He's also my friend. Like he's he's been around comics for a really long time, and he's like a really good reference. And um, he he has like a really good understanding of what I like because I've been buying comic books from him since like 2012. So like he's like the the first person or like yeah like the first source that i go to i'm like yo like what do you know about this or like what do you think about that and he, he normally like points me in the right direction i wish that there, there used to be this dude out here he used to own a comic shop that he like ran out of his garage and it was fucking sick and he uh he put me onto a lot of cool like smaller image comic stuff okay. that i was like unaware of when i was still in high school but i think he had to like shut stuff down i think his wife ended up getting sick so he couldn't really do it and he had to like sell everything damn which is a big bummer that makes me sad yeah he he was awesome he he put me onto a bunch of cool shit like before i was like when i was getting back into comics like towards the end of high school he was like yeah you should read court of owls because i never heard of that and like Mm -hmm. all this other crazy like batman shit and like some smaller image comic stuff that i can't remember off the top of my head but i have the books somewhere that i can like send to you the I think the next um like you know uh, Batman game supposed to be based off the Court of Owls story. Yeah, I saw that. I'm down. Yeah, me too. That was such an amazing the story. Arkham games kick ass. So so fun, and it, it blows my mind. I'm like, why? Like, th- th- when it comes to like superhero games for like a long period of time, like outside of those Arkham games, like a lot of superhero games are just like trash until like Spider Man Spider Man came out, fucking awesome. Yep. Um there's uh that suicide squad game that's coming out that's gonna be fucking awesome i hope it's sick i'm not i'm not sold on it <laughs> i'm i'm such a sucker for suicide squad so um i'm i'll, I'll be a fan but and then uh, did, did you see the the demo or the gameplay trailer for the guardians of the galaxy game coming out that's another one where i'm not entirely sold on it but i think i'm down I, it looks more like an rpg and i'm like into that yeah, I, I I like that it's uh, just a like a solid guardian story. I'm like, okay, this is something that we need since they've been absent for so long. Yeah, and, and it's written by people who are involved in like the comics and stuff. So yeah, that was something big that they were toting that was from writers of the Guardians previously, and I was like, okay, well, I'm kind of down now. Yeah, I feel like the only thing that I was like wasn't really down with was uh, was it a Groot that had a beard. Or was it Rocket? I can't remember. One of them had a beard. I'm like, this is fucking weird. I think it was Groot. Um, but other than that, the, 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 the game looked fun. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to, uh, to to more video games like that coming out. Because like Marvel's Avenger, it was a good effort for what it is. Not the best game. Not what they had sold me on. But I, I still play it to this day just because I'm like, you know, I've put over 100 hours into it. I'm just doing it just to kind of keep up with the newer content. Um but I'm looking forward to that nether realm. Uh, people who make like mortal Kombat, they're a, a legend an injustice game. Another one. 
Oh, or no, they're doing a Marvel they're, one. Yeah, they're, they're doing a, a Marvel fighting game. So everybody's just kind of like, that's like something that everybody's just kind of curious about, like what direction they're going to go in. Because normally when you look at Mortal Kombat and Justice, it's a little more mature, right? With like all like the blood and the gore. So it's just like, oh, are we going to see like a find like a darker like Marvel fighting game? For me personally, like I, my go-to fighting games are Mortal Kombat. Okay. Those are the ones that I like gravitate to. So I'm like the Injustice game. The the first one was awesome. Second one was even better. Yeah, you know I'm I, I'm psyched from whatever they do with this the Marvel one. I had such a hard time like finding a character that I like bonded with in like Injustice Two, and somehow I, I landed on uh, like Captain Cold being like my main character. Captain Cold kicked ass. Yeah, I was like, this is like not I I wasn't expected, but like I, somehow I I just really liked his playstyle. So I was like, oh, this is like interesting, like a, a villain that I wasn't even familiar with before the game. That game turned me on to uh, Blue Beetle. Okay. And I was like, yeah, Blue Beetle. I'm 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 a Blue Beetle guy now. Blue Beetle's fucking sick. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it, it it is awesome to kind of discover these characters who've been around in the comic book world, like in a, like from a fighting game. It's so dope. I mean, Marvel versus Capcom did that for me when I was a kid. Yo, Marvel versus yeah, Marvel versus Capcom too. I'm like, who the fuck is, um, you know, Omega Red, and like, who are all these like people that I've never even seen before? Then you read about Omega Red, and you're like, yo, this is one of the sickest X Men villains, but they can never really use him in stories because he just fucking kills everybody. Yeah, he kicks Wolverine's ass. Oh man, Omega Red is so sick. Yeah. I would love. Okay, to go back to like retread old shit, but if they did an X Men movie and Omega Red was the villain, dude, I'm down. I'm so down. They can make him so badass. I feel like that just be him killing people. Yeah, th- th- that could be one of those movies where like it doesn't end with like you know it has to be like a, like a two parter, right? The first one ends with him just kicking everybody's ass and you leaving the theater sad because the good guys didn't win. It could be the end could be him just straight up killing Professor X. <sighs> that'd be crazy. <laughs> See, that'd be good. Yeah. The next movie would be them like figuring out like, do we kill him? Because the X-Men don't kill anybody, but Magneto would try to kill him, probably. Yeah, I always get sad when Magneto's like, you know, he tries to go and make some big change, and he just gets his ass kicked. Oh, man. The the Marvel fighting game is going to be dope, for sure. It has to be. Yeah, and, and then, yeah, and if you look at, like, the kind of roster that, like, Injustice has, like, obviously, they're pretty tapped in to want to bring obviously like the staple superheroes but then they do bring in some like oddball ones which i think are pretty awesome so i'm, I'm hoping that they do that with marvel give me some nova give me more nova i you know i just want a proper iron man because iron man is so hard to play in like marvel versus capcom like obviously he was like you know pretty cheap in part two with his infinite in part three he just moved really weird and then even in um uh marvel versus capcom uh uh, I'm sorry, Marvel Town 3 and in Infinite, he wasn't that great, so I'm just hoping... Infinite was so bad. I was, like, so... I was, like, going into it, like, it won't be as bad as everyone said, and I played it, and I was like, what the fuck is this? I just went back to playing 3. I, I think they just really handicapped themselves because they really wanted to, like, tie in the MCU to it, and it was, yeah. it was just like, why? Why? Like, I, I get that they want to try to, like, have it, like, all, like, you know, kind of pushing towards, like, more sales for, like, this, like, whole universe, but it's just, it just seemed like a mistake. Like, there were some cool characters. Like, I was happy to see Winter Soldier in a fighting game, but it yep. just, yeah, it was just really weird. Such a, And even, like, the story is fucking weird, too. 
the story didn't really make i mean with those games i don't really care for the story to make sense but like the uh the overall character selection was like so fucking weird like black panther not being in that launch was weird no x-men characters was such a fucking bummer no fantastic four well so uh, this guy that i follow um he had like a a, a dev kit and he, he was like w- helping like work on the game because he was like a, a professional like you know finding game player like one of the best at like ultimate marvel versus capcom 3 and he, he did this twitch stream and he was just like yeah this game had a lot of content that just never got released because uh you know marvel disney kind of pulled the plug and stopped supporting the game and he was just basically going on and showing like you know him going through the the, the dev kit and showing that there's like you know total slots of characters i think like total number was supposed to be like 60 or 62 characters total which wasn't anywhere near what you know was released and uh there were talks of having some x-men characters because obviously you know those characters are like staples in, in that like fighting game like you know franchise uh, but obviously they were just trying to work out some deal with Fox because at the time they still didn't have like the full rights to those characters. So it, it was just like just a really bad thing, which I just never understood. Like, how can you fumble something so like iconic as Marvel, Marvel versus Capcom? Right. Because when you look at how successful three was, even though they stopped support on it like pretty early, but for it to like have the lifespan that it did, and it, it still does to this day, like there's still like a community out there. But, yeah, but the whole tournament community went back to three. Yeah, because because that game was like like so fucking fun, right? It's great. It's still it smokes infinite. Infinite. The even the me- fighting mechanics just aren't that good compared to three or even one and two. I, I just wasn't a fan of the whole gems or the, or the stones. Excuse me. Yeah, um, I didn't like that feature either. It, it felt like you could easily find something to like kind of just cheese your way through fights it just seemed like we were seeing way more like you know effects of the stone than actual like combos and stuff so uh i I wasn't the biggest fan of that but but i am curious uh who are your main characters in ultimate marvel versus capcom 3 it's been a long time since i played but i was doing nova and dormammu and wait no there was a there was a was it three people yeah yeah it's three it's three Okay, yeah. It was Dormammu, Nova, and uh, uh, was Strider in that? Yeah. Yeah, Strider. Okay. I I, I used to run uh, uh, Wolverine, uh, Wolverine, Akuma, and Wesker. Yeah, that's a good lineup too. So, but yeah, I, I, I wish I was good with Magneto, but I couldn't do his like crazy like plinking like air dash combos it was just like way too hard for me whenever i played online like i wasn't great like i would win every once in a while uh-huh. but like when i whenever i went online and like it would just fuck me and put me in a match against like someone from japan playing as magneto i was like oh this is a wrap for me <laughs> dude I, I went to a tar- like a, a, a tournament because there used to be this arcade um out in walnut which was it's not too far from here there's this place called super arcade and they used to do these tournaments like every uh, marble was like thursday night if i remember correctly um and i would uh, i and i drove out <laughs> and I was like hell yeah like I, I spent so many nights watching this tournament like i feel like i'm good enough to go be in the tournament so i remember i drove out by myself i was texting all my friends i'm like yo like i'm here at super arcade like i'm hopefully i, I get on stream so you guys can watch me play 
And sure enough, um, my first match was on stream and it was against this guy named Uncle Cracker. And I'll never forget this. And I was like texting my buddies. I'm like, yo, like I'm, I'm about to sit down to the stream station, like, you know, like watch me like whoop this guy. And I'm sitting there under like these bright lights. Everybody at the arcades got eyes on you. There's thousands of people watching at home. And I just crumbled under the pressure. I was like, holy shit. I didn't mentally prepare to be in this situation, right? I, I thought I, I would be like calm, just like I am like playing at home or even just at a normal arcade. But when like there's thousands of people watching you, I just cracked. And like, I, I got my ass kicked, right? So I, I went, um, you know, I, I I got beat on stream and then my friends were texting me. They're like, oh dude, like you'll do better next time. They're trying to cheer me up. And I was just like, man, this fucking sucks. And I was so sad, like having to drive like 40 minutes home, like at, knowing that I just got whooped in front of so many people. Cause I, I, I know I, I got to perform better, but yeah, just under like, you know, in those circumstances, I just, I just cracked. It, it was pretty rough, it, but it was definitely like a, a, a great lesson. Um, and I'm happy that I got to go through it, but yeah, it was, it was pretty rough. Dude. Some of the people that do the tournaments are like, I, I can, I'll watch them, but like, I'll never participate. Cause I'm, you just go up against the dude. That's like, he's been, he has, he doesn't have a job. He just streams <laughs> that, online. That's his job. A day. Yeah. Th yeah th that's his job. job. Play, and he'll just fuck your ass up. And you're like, well, I do other things besides play this game. So I'm going to chill <laughs> for sure. I remember uh, on like back in the day, the B9 board, somebody was like, you know, trying to challenge uh, at Sound and Fury, like, yo, I'm bringing my setup. Who wants to play? But they never showed up. That's a bummer. I know. I was ready to. to I, I brought. Oh, people aren't gonna be able to see this, but um, we're on camera. See, I'm I, I'm I'm ready to go. I, I got my fight stick right here. Jesus. Um, but yeah. Okay, last thing before we go, I, I have to ask you about this. Um, in your area, uh, you know, big thing going on right now with this Hyperview mural, uh, and it, it, it's crazy and it makes me sad because I, you know, have that. Uh, well, I had. It's not really there on my list of things to do anymore since it might not even be there by the time I get down to your area. But that, that's something that I was really looking forward to being able to see in person because it, you know, means a lot to a lot of people. To, you know, to who are fans of title fight because you know that record uh you know is still awesome to this day and uh you know just to ha kind of have like like and i i call it like a historical monument and i, I got like some flack for saying that uh but it's just like dude like for as popular as it is and um, i i think it should be you know some sort of like landmark and it, it shouldn't be able to be covered up like how it is it's uh sad that uh, like the uh, like the the city of Wilkes-Barre and like other surrounding cities like Scranton pretend to care about art so much and then they're like they throw like first Fridays and they're like oh yeah art's so important and so valuable and then you know I would say that it's like a the, the mural itself is like a pretty important piece of art for the area and it's brought so many people here just even to take a picture with it and like be in the area and it sucks like the band and everyone involved went through all the right steps to make sure it can exist they got permits and did all this shit and it's like it it doesn't matter if you do the right things or not you're still gonna get like fucked over somehow and the fact that it's gonna be covered up with an advertisement of all things is so stupid it's so fucking dumb 
And I, I'm curious, I know that somebody created an Instagram uh, save hype review and um, they're trying to you know stop that from happening. Have you heard anything since you're uh, local? Do you know if those efforts are you know being heard or if there's any change that can happen? It's been on the like local news. Uh, it's been in newspapers. I'm hoping, I mean, everyone is kind of hoping that like it doesn't get taken down because that would, would suck. It's kind of disrespectful towards all the people involved but I, I mean who knows what it could go either way realistically i hope it doesn't get taken down because it's 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 art it's more than just music it's like art mm-hmm. it's actual art that brings people to the area and like there's been like little pieces of graffiti and stuff on it that's been cleaned off like they've been they take care of it uh it, it, it would be a shame to see it go because the city loves to pretend that it cares so much about art and giving back to the community and all this other bullshit. And then, Oh, a chance to make money. Okay. Yeah. It seems like they're selling out for some stupid reasons, but man, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, it's able to be saved and, you know, and, and even for selfish reasons, I, I want to see it when I go there. I, I don't want to show up because uh, I feel like I'll, I'll stop by either way, um, whether there's a, new billboard there or not but it's just like i don't want to see a billboard there when i get into town you know i'm sure if it goes up too, people would absolutely destroy the shit out of it yeah it's, it's so strange I'm sure people would tear that shit down yeah like and of all places like why didn't they have to choose that that one spot you know like i get it's on a main street and it's uh-huh. kind of good for advertising but there's tons of other spots you could advertise for whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. So Nobody even knows what the advertisement is for yet, as far as I know. All right. Well, we got to. Uh, I, I don't want to uh, talk too many details, but we got to take, take care of those people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. To, to my CIA agent who's listening, um, who I, I actually heard when I turned on my mic the other day, I heard them chatting. And as soon as they heard me tune in, they clicked out. So to my CIA agent listening, we're not going to kill anybody. That was a joke. But please, save Hyperview. Uh, go follow them on Instagram. Um, hopefully the mural doesn't get ruined and it can stay there for years to come because that band, that record, and just that art piece just means a lot to a whole lot of different people around the world. Yeah, they're one of the, the biggest bands to come from that area besides like fucking breaking benjamin or some stupid ass new metal shit Mm -hmm. so hopefully it ends up sticking around for a long ass time all right oh and i'm also uh warren been pretty active since the last time we talked i'm happy that uh, (laughs) you guys have been busy because um um obviously uh your your tune was a little different which I, i completely understand but i'm just happy to see you guys getting out there and just getting so much love from people finally being able to see you guys live I didn't know what to really expect, especially when was that back in March? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, things were so different then and things happened so fast and we weren't really sure what we wanted to do. And like, as people started getting vaccinated and things seemingly looked up and are still seemingly looking up, we were like, well, we're all vaccinated. A lot of people we know are vaccinated. It doesn't seem as high of a risk. So let's book a record release show. And I, that was supposed to be our first show back, which was, is next month in August. Um, 
and then we got asked to do a bunch of other shit. We were like, all right, yeah, let's do it. Oh yeah. Well, I'm, I'm happy that you guys are you know being active and just getting that support. Cause um, obviously with the support that the record got, and now that um, you're kind of uh, being able to see it translate into, you know, people showing up and buying tickets and seeing you guys live. I, I think it's just really good for you guys. I'm just so stoked for all of you. Yeah. The reaction to the show we played in, in Jersey was a uh, crazy, um, really hot in the room so feet first our friend andy did i think he or not andy jeff filled the first seven minutes and then he went outside to throw up because it was so fucking hot in the room that's crazy <laughs> that, is, but, uh, that sounds insane if you want to see the video anyone listening wants to see the hate five six video you have to go vote for it and you have to do that uh there's also a set from the barbecue that'll be going up probably soon i'm assuming i depending on how high up it is, I guess, on the, the voting list. But you also got to do a little surprise set at the barbecue, and that was cool. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to ask you about that. Like, um, how long in advance was that planned? And, like, uh, how stoked were you guys to be able to do that? Because, obviously, I'm uh, your other friends from the area were already playing, and I'm obviously not that far from where you guys live. So I, I think it was cool that you guys were able to show up and do something like that. Yeah, it was cool. Um, I made sure it was cool with Bob first. Mm-hmm. like two months before it happened a month and a half and uh then i asked chemical fix guys because they're all we're all real good friends and i was like hey is it cool if we play after you guys and they're like yeah who gives a fuck and we're like all right there it is <laughs> so that's how that came together mm-hmm. and then we ruined the surprise online like a day or two before being like oh yeah, July 10th, we're playing a show. Who knows where? Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. And it's kind of obvious because not too many big shows, especially in your area, happening at that time. No, not at all. And we, it just, I don't know. We were just excited to, to play. It was cool. It was a big room. We played to a bunch of people. That was awesome. Hell yeah. No, that that's super sick. Like I, like I said, I'm, I'm just glad that you guys are able to get out there and uh, you know get some real love. Yeah. The, shows, the two shows have been two of the best we've probably ever played that's sick so i'm hoping that continues the trend continues for our record release next month yeah i'm sure i'm i'm, I'm sure because obviously kids have had time to you know listen to the record and you know pay attention and uh, i'm sure a lot of people have been dying to see you guys because it's definitely been a minute so yeah i'm, I'm sure it'll continue to just you know trending upwards and you know the shows will just keep getting better i hope so we have a a lot of shit for the fall that has some has been announced uh some stuff hasn't been um and we have stuff for the winter plan too a pretty big tour in the winter plan too okay all right well you don't have to go into too much detail but you say pretty big does that include the west coast uh no east coast uh we are figuring out how to get a full u.s going for next summer okay so we're like, I say we, it's mostly me. I'm in the early stages of kind of like figuring that out. Interesting. All right. Hell yeah. Well, that's definitely something to look forward to. Um, but uh, looking down the road, uh, we should do this again after uh, Miss Marvel or Hawkeye, wh- whichever one comes first. Yeah, I'm down. Okay. Well, I, I appreciate you always being down to come on and, uh, you know, chop it up and uh, talk about these marvel shows and the whole mcu um it, it's always fun for me so i i, I definitely appreciate that 
And um, yeah, I'm pretty sure all um, SWB will happen before those series will be over. So I, th- I guess like the next time we really actually talk at length will be in person. Yeah, we'll be chilling at SWB. Hell yeah, that should be a that should be a good time. There's also I want to say who's on it yet, but there's going to be uh, some cool surprises around that show around SWB. Oh, okay. Well, let's talk about that off air because because I'm really curious. <laughs> <laughs> there's gonna be some fun surprises uh, that'll be announced way down the line okay well uh thank you dan this has been super awesome but before we go is there anything else you'd like to say or shout out yeah um first thank you for always having me on and being a good friend i appreciate that uh second our record release for human work is august 14th features prospect brain tourniquet c4 rule them all the fight and us we're gonna have some cool merch and some limited stuff there uh we got a bunch of stuff planned so hit the instagram worn hardcore if you want to keep up with that and we will be having some new music coming out in a couple of weeks so keep an eye out for that too all right well there you guys have it thank you all for tuning in and we'll be back soon